0: Shalom and this is Chazar number 13, where B'Siyat HaDashmai will discuss many of the practical applications of Ehat Erska. So just as a brief reminder, the way Ehat Erska works is that it takes a loan and it converts it into a partial investment where the investor gives the borrower the money and they split it up, 50% of it is going to be a loan where the investor's guaranteed to get his money back. 50% is going to be an investment where it could go up or it could go down. Just the way they, what they stipulate in that is that, uh, in, that the manager or the borrower is not believed or it's very difficult for him to be, to, to be believed that the, that, the, that the company went down in business or that it didn't return uh, the return of profit. Meaning if the borrower wants to claim that the company lost money, he's going to have to bring ADIM that said that he actually lost money. If he didn't bring ADIM, so then, he has to pay the that uh, the, the amount that was the investment, and even if you couldn't find him and he promised him an upside of let's say ten percent of the of the of the investment part, so he's also not believed to say that the company didn't make any money. Uh, unless he swears Unless he swears And he says the company Didn't make any money uh, but, but if he doesn't swear So then he automatically Has to pay the, the 10% So the reason why this works Is because a loan there's, almost, there's, there's less risk Involved in a loan Why is there less risk Involved in a loan? Because the individual Is forever indebted To the, to the borrower To the, the borrowers Are forever indebted To the lender And he always needs to pay be as bs for Meaning he can run away To a different country And there is an element of risk That he won't get his money back But that individual Is always hived to pay, pay Back by an investment, there isn't uh, there isn't as much risk. I Maybe mean, there's excuse me. There's a greater risk that it could go down. The company could go down in value. And if it goes down in value, the investor loses his money. So what we what the heterisca does is that it structures this loan as a half investment, where there is some element of risk. Right, the element of risk is that this manager, this borrower, could actually bring aid him. he could actually swear, and if he does bring aid him, and if he does swear, what happens to the, to the lender? The lender will lose the 50% investment part, uh, but since it's not, since there is, uh, and, and since there is some element of risk, therefore it's not considered uh, a loan. If it was full loan, that he automatically gets his money back, so then that's really just, uh, that's a loan with interest, which is, be, uh, which is going to be us-er. So that is the way uh, that is the way the Iska works. And now let's get into a few practical applications of how exactly, uh, of, uh, of a few practical applications and see if it really applies in all, in all cases. So the first thing that we saw was from the Brisi Huda. The Brisi Huda, Paskins, Allah he says, if the Heter Iska stipulates that the borrower needs to pay back interest and part of the capital before the company, it's even reasonable that it could return revenue, obviously this is just an interest loan and not actually an investment. So for example we'll discuss the, the example that we said uh, last week. So I need $100,000 to start my shawarma store. $50,000 is going to be a loan. $50,000 is going to be an investment. If I want to claim that the investment lost the money, I need to bring to him. If I want to claim that the investment didn't make money, but it didn't lose money, uh, and therefore you don't get your profit of 10% that we discussed in advance, so then I need to swear that the company didn't make any money. If I don't want to bring Adem or if I, don't want to, uh, if I don't want to swear, the is that I need to pay you all $100,000 back plus the, the interest amount that we agreed on uh, in the beginning. But let's say I take the hundred thousand dollars and I use it to, for construction in the store and it takes me six months to do construction to get everything, uh, to get everything ready. And, but the contract states that I already need to pay you part of the interest already on month one. Now it's impossible for me to make a revenue when, when my uh, Schwarmer store is all uh, in shambles. Right? So obviously when you're charging me interest on, 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 uh, on week one or on month one when the, comp- when the store isn't even built obviously that's interest and that's not an ISCA, that's not an investment, uh, return on investment. Another thing that uh, that would invalidate the heter iska and this is what remosius says is that if the if the profits are unrealistic so let's say we're the my shawarma store the way we structured it is that $90,000 was a loan and $10,000 was an iska but you still want 10% on the whole $100,000 right so that obviously is not uh, obviously if you're getting $10,000 for your $10,000 investment obviously it's not that that doesn't make it doesn't make sense for you to get 100 times your investment Right? If you make $10,000 and you're now you're doubling your investment, you're getting, uh, getting $10,000 uh, uh, against that. So obviously, it's not because of the investment you make because no shawarma store will, give you, uh, will, will double your money. Right? So what is the $10,000? Obviously, the $10,000 is a 10% interest on all $100,000, meaning even on the $90,000, that's a loan. And that's why it's going to be a problem of, uh, of RIVIS. The next thing we discussed was whether Heter Iska works for non-business loans. And this is, uh, this is fascinating. Because the, right, the way Heter Iska works is that we split up the, the loan, and half of it is a loan, and half is an investment. But let's say a person is taking out money for personal usage. He needs to, for his daughter's wedding. He needs to buy a car. He needs food for Shabbos. Or let's say he's buying a, a house. He needs a mortgage. Or he's, uh, he's a student loan. He's in an yeshiva, and he needs, uh, he needs money for... for uh, for college, right, and he's borrowing it. Let's say the yeshiva has uh, has its own its own uh, its own uh, lending pool where it charges interest based on you know the the CPI the, the index of uh, of uh, of inflation, which is Asra al pi uh, so how does, how does he do that? What, what are you investing in? What is the yeshiva investing in this individual? Or, or even in overdraft case, the person has, has, uh, he's taking out money from the, from the bank. You have a yeshiva guy. He has, uh, $200 in his bank, but he takes out $1,000. So the bank a lot of times will let you take out more than, uh, more than what you have. And in Eretz Yisrael, where the, where the people, where the owners of the banks are, are Jewish, you have a problem of ribbis. Why? Meaning, even though you have a iska, what's the investment? What what are you investing in? The way a iska works is that you're investing in something. So let's discuss these practical, these very practical cases. Of uh, of borrowing money for a non business venture. So the first thing we'll discuss are, are weddings, cars, food. A person needs it just for day to day living. Living, he needs a loan. How are you able to? Uh, is it possible to take out a loan with a het when you're using the money for non business venture? So we saw two possible ways how this would work. Possible way number one is the bris who says that he talks about a case of a rebbe. A rebbe doesn't have uh, any food to eat, and uh, and and so. He asked, could he take uh, could he take out a loan where using a hadraska where he's paying back whatever. So the brisu, the passing that it's mutter. because what's happening is that if the Rebbe doesn't have food to eat, he's not going to be a good teacher. He's not going to be able to teach, right? So when you're giving him a loan, what are you really investing in? You're investing in his company. You're investing in his, in his business of being a rebbe, And therefore, it's going to be mutter. So what we, what we extrapolate from here is that any time, if a person needs a loan in order to be able to do his job better, you have an accountant, but his daughter's getting married, and he's not able to, to focus on, on, uh, on doing his work because uh, he's always worried of, how am I going to marry off my daughter? So taking, an inv- taking a loan that with a hatter iska, what's the hater iska investing in? What's the lender I e the investor. What's he investing in? He's investing in this individual's job, in his uh, in his accounting job, to make him a better uh, to make him a a, a better accountant. That's mahalach number one. Mahalach number two. We saw in the Kitzah hilkos ribbis who he says that that the other option is that let's say this individual who's making a wedding, he has some assets. He has let's say he has a house, so he's borrowing five thousand uh, dollars. But and let's say he doesn't have a job. He's borrowing five thousand dollars, and what we do is is that the the lender or the the investor acquires a share in his asset in his revenue generating asset and that becomes the venture that becomes the business that's in the Iska. so now the, the the lender right owns $5000 of the borrower's apartment and since that, that apartment could be rented out it could go up in value so it's as if he has that iska it's as if he's in that in that venture uh, and therefore he would be able and therefore the het would work and if at the end of of the time of the period of the, of the loan, the, the lender comes, the borrower comes back and he says, I'm sorry, uh, my, my apartment went down in value. So then you would have to bring him and you would have to swear, which he, was, which he probably won't want to do and therefore there's still risk involved and therefore Hattor Iska would, uh, would work. So what emerges from what we said, you're allowed to take out personal loans in one of two cases. Number one is if you have a job and number two is if you have an asset, uh, a revenue generating asset, but it needs to be equal to the value of the loan that is being given out. So let's say uh, I'm getting a loan for $50,000. So the asset that I have needs to be worth at least $50,000 because you need to be buying something that's worth $50,000. But let's say I'm getting a loan for $50,000 and all I have is a car and the car is worth $10,000. So then a Heterisco won't work because you need to, it needs to equal at least the, the investment needs to equal the asset that I have that is, uh, that is generating an asset. The way the, one of the most uh, famous and, and widely used uh, Hateriskas is that of the P- Pinchas, where he says explicitly, where in the, in the contract it says that whenever a person takes out a Hateriska, He's in, in, embedding, indebting all of his assets and all of his businesses, right? So if I borrow $100,000 to open my shawarma store, the way it's written in this Heteriska is that it's not just for my shawarma store. It could be for anything. It could be for my apartment. It could be for my car. All my assets, wherever they are, and all future business ventures are all indebted to this Heteriska. Uh, uh, so again, let me say, when a person takes that money for personal use, uh, and he wants to, he borrows money for personal use, and he wants to make a head to it's going to be mutter, as long as he has a job, or even if he doesn't have a job, as long as he has a, a revenue generating asset that is worth the same amount as the loan itself, and the interest on that loan is equivalent to the amount that this revenue-generating asset can actually make. So the next thing we discussed was mortgages, right? Are you allowed to take out, are you allowed to do a head to risk of for mortgage? So here, clearly, it's going to be mutter. matter. Why? Because you're investing in what? In the house, in the house that I'm buying. If I take out a mortgage to buy a house, so the bank is investing in this house, this house might go up in value, and therefore it's going to get, be okay. Where does it get complicated? By student loans. You have a student who wants to take out a loan. Uh, he wants to take out a loan. He needs $50,000 to go to Lander's, to Yeshiva University, whatever it is, and, uh, and, and, uh, and he has no job, and he also has no assets. So how would a Heter Iska work in, uh, in, in this situation? Or another case, you have a guy, Yeshiva Bachar, he wants to go to Eilat for, the, for Shabbos, for the weekend. So he looks at his bank, his bank has 200 shekels, he withdraws 1,000 shekels, okay? So now the bank gives him 800 shekels. So they're lending him 800 shekel, uh, and they charge him interest on it. Now the bank has a Heter Iska here in Eretz But at the end of the day, right, the Hetherska is not going to help you because this yeshiva guy, he has no job and he also has no, asset, uh, he has no, no assets that, that could generate any revenue. So how, could, how do student loans or overdraft, how do those uh, ever work? So the Kitzer Hilches Ribis, what he suggests is that there is a possibility uh, that what you'll do is, let's say, let's take the student loan. So the student, the student needs $50,000, so he'll call up his father or his uncle or a friend and he says, can you be makne to me? $50,000 worth of your apartment. Your apartment is now, part of your apartment is now belongs to me. And because it belongs to me, I now have, this student now has uh, asset, uh, asset that could generate revenue. And based on that, you can do the the hat-treska. So that's the only way it would be, uh, it would be allowed. But if this yeshiva bachers was drawing a thousand shakal and he has no job and he has... No assets that could generate the revenue, so then the Heter iska doesn't work because they, act, In order for Heter Iska to work, there needs to actually be uh, an iska that is uh, that is possible. So that was the, the first thing we discussed. The next thing we discussed is what happens if you're lending money to someone who's not religious. So this is where it gets mamish uh, mamish Lebedek. So what what's the issue? Let's say I have a coworker who asks me for ten thousand dollars. So I'm happy to lend him ten thousand dollars at ten percent interest with um at ten percent interest and. And using, uh, using Haterska, he's happy to sign Haterska. The problem is, is that since he's not religious, he's postulatus. So when he shows up to Bezidim and says, okay, I want to swear, what's Bezidim going to tell him? Sorry, you can't swear because we don't accept you. So if we don't accept his Shavua, what comes out? What comes out is that I basically set up a loan in a way where I'm almost guaranteed to get my money back. Because I know that Bezidim is not going to accept Hishua. And if I know Bezidim is not going to accept the I'm guaranteed to get my money back. If I'm guaranteed to get my money back, that's no longer an investment. What is that? That's more of a loan, and if it's more of a loan, Lahore it should be yaser. So the milvashem says no. You're still able to, to to lend money to someone who's not religious. Why? Because the hantar iska will work. Because on the part that is um, on the part that is on the capital itself, right? The fifty percent that's the that's the investment on the capital that he can still bring Aden. Right? He can bring let Not say that he lost money, and therefore there is still risk element. And on the fact on the on the Shavua part, so so you're right. He's not naman to swear, but since he can force me to swear. Right? Since I trusted him, and I told him I'm going to lend you money and I trust you, so he can't swear. So so he can't swear, and he'll come to Bezna, and he'll say, I would love to swear. Business will say, I'm sorry, you can't swear. So you, Alida, you the lender, you swear, uh, you swear instead of him. And that would be the, and, and, and since I can't swear, why can't I swear? I can't swear because I don't know actually if the company made money or not, so I would lose the, I would lose the interest payment. But Lemaissa, the way it would work is that he is, there is a way out for him, and since there is a way out for him, A, he can bring A, the money capital, and B can come to B's and say, "Oh, I want to swear." Bizen going say, "I'm sorry, you can't swear." But the, your lender will swear. The lender doesn't know, so so he'll lose his uh, he'll lose the, the interest that he would uh, that he would re- that he would receive. Uh, but at the end of the day, the risk is a very Iska, but it's actually a more riskier hat than giving it to someone who is uh, who is from. And this is what's fascinating. They say in the name of uh, Rav that people who don't know the details of Heter they're either going to be over the Isser of Gzela or the Isser of Ribis And this is mamish this case over here. Let's say this individual, this non-from uh, borrower who's borrowing $10,000 at 10%, let's say he knows that he can show up to Bezdin. And let's say he knows that if he shows up to Bezdin, the other guy, the lender, is going to have to swear. But since the lender is not going to be able to swear, he's going to lose that 10%. Right? So why is he not showing up to Bezdin? He's not showing up to Bezdin because he really believes it's alone. Right? And that's and, and Heter Iska is like this is just a religious document. So if he really believes it's alone, and Heta is just this is religious document, both of them, both the lender and the borrower, are being over the Doraisa of Halva Abribis. But let's say the right, so that's how you can but let's say the let's say the, the borrower, this non religious guy, he doesn't know the halacha. He does not know that he can come to Bezdin and say, Oh, I want to swear. Right? He doesn't know the halacha. So if he doesn't know the halacha, when the lender's collecting the 10% interest, what's he doing? He's stealing from him. Because if the, if, the, if the borrower would, uh, would have known, what would he do? He'd come to Basin and say, hi, I would like to swear. And Basin would say, oh, I'm sorry, you can't swear. The lender will swear. The lender says, I don't know what the details are. Okay, so if you don't know the details, you don't want to swear. So then he doesn't have to pay the, the 10%. So if he doesn't know that detail, so then the, the borrower, you're stealing, the lender is stealing from the, from the borrower itself. So that's why Rosh says, that if people don't know the details, uh, of of Iska, so then uh, so then you'll uh, you're either over gzela or you're over the Isser of, uh, of Rebus. So is there a, taka, a way out of here? Meaning because the way it's structured right now is that you seem kind of uh, kind of stuck. So the way, the way out over here is based on uh, Rav Yashem. Rav Levracha. Uh, the way he said, he says that if, you, if you're lending money to a person who's reputable, who has a reputation and he's scared to, to, to tarnish his reputation of being an honest business person, so then you'd be allowed to lend him money. Not only would you be allowed to lend the money, why would you be allowed to lend the money with a Heter Iska? Because on will believe Yeshua. Meaning, when he comes to, when we tell him, you can swear, right? What. Well- we will actually believe His uh, We will actually believe Yeshua Because he has uh, He has Nemanus of, of An omen That doesn't want uh, To ruin his uh, His reputation So he would be Just like any other person If I have a coworker Who I believe Is a reputable person And he has a Reputation And he's a big manager and, and who knows what And he asks for $10,000 At 10% interest rate Using Heter Iska So great He can get out of the Heter Iska By bringing Edim If he doesn't have idim, He can also get out Of the Heter Iska By swearing And I He's not religious So lahori's is not naman. We say no He has naman. Why is he namen? He's namen specific specifically on this case because, uh, because we know that he doesn't want to tarnish his reputation. But what might actually come? If, the, if, his, uh, rev, if his investment actually lost money, so then he would come to business and maybe he would swear. Maybe he would swear that, yeah, I lost the money. Right? He won't be as scared as uh, swearing from, from someone else. Meaning when when you lend to a from person, right? So what's usually the nosach of the shua? It's something along the lines of I did all that I could to make sure that this company will receive a ten percent uh, uh, revenue, and and it didn't, right? So could a religious person say, could I honestly say that I did everything that I could? I, I don't know. Maybe I could have done uh, could have done a little bit more. But someone who's let's say not religious and he's not as machbid on on certain says, yeah, I did everything that I could, and therefore, uh, and therefore. Um, and therefore, there is still a risk that's involved using, uh, using a using irska. But in Mesa, we see clearly that lending money with a hata to someone who's not religious and that individual has a reputation, it seems that a hata irska will definitely work. There might be a little bit more of a risk that he'll actually come to base then and he'll actually swear. And you'll lose your ability to get that, uh, that 10% interest that you wanted. But for sure, a hata works. And uh, and uh, and if he doesn't swear, so then you will uh, you'll be able also to collect the ten percent. What happens if this individual is telling you, oh, I want to open up a, a shawarma store that's open on Shabbos, and uh, and I'm going to sell uh, non-kosher food? So is that going to be uh, allowed? So we saw from the sifra Ribbiz Allah lemaisa that that's going to be also why? Because the whole way a het works is that fifty percent of it is. A business venture. And if 50% of it is a business venture, I'm not allowed to be a partner in a store that's selling trade for and, and open on shops. But if we say that a heter iska, the way a heter iska works is that it's an, it's an investment in all of, the, all of his property and all of his stuff that he has, like we saw earlier from the, from the Brisbane class, so then the chora. On the half, that's an investment. Who says I'm investing in the shawarma store that's open on Shabbos? Maybe I'm investing in, uh, in his house. His house is not being Michal Shabbos. So even then, it's going to be Usr because of the, the Chavetz Chaim. The Chavetz Chaim says that you're not allowed to lend money to someone, lend money, to someone who's not religious if you know that he's going to do an iser with that money because of uh, a Messey al So again, to, just to, to summarize, when well, lending money to someone who's not religious, so he said a Heter Iska could work. Uh, just, uh, and, and if he's someone that's nemon, right? If he's someone that, that's, uh, that, that you trust him and he has a good reputation, so then he can, if he doesn't bring aid him, he loses the, the capital of the investment and if, he dis, if he's not swearing, so then, he will, uh, so, then he will, so then he will have to pay you the 10%. If he chooses to swear, right? If he chooses to swear, so then he will have to pay you the 10%. But if the way you structured, and this we're adding now, if the way you structured the hat iska is that this borrower is embedded Indebted for all of his investments that he has, right, and all of the things that he has. So then you would have to come to Bizen and swear that none of that he has, that, that none of his uh, stuff turned uh, got a profit. Meaning all of his investment he has, all of his apartments, any, anything that he has, uh, none of it was able to to return uh, to return uh, a profit. And that's how he would. Um, that, that's how we would. And that will be very difficult for him to swear, uh, and uh, but there still is a possibility in therefore Lechura it, uh, it would work. So the last thing we discussed was we went through, from the beginning of, uh, once, once we started learning Hilchus Ribbis, many times when we were discussing Nalach, as we said, right in this case, maybe Heter Iska will work, or if you have Heteriska, here will work. So what we want to do now is go back to all those situations and go one step at a time, go through each case, and see where how would Heteriska actually work, and would it be glatt completely, or, or would it not? So the first thing we saw was in... Uh, was in section B where we discussed uh, giving a, a mortgage to a friend. So let's say I have a friend who comes and and makes saliyan. The bank doesn't know that he has any credit. So he comes up to me and he says, could you please take out mortgage from the bank, $100,000 uh, at a 10% interest and give it to me and I'll pay back the bank on your behalf. Every month I'll pay them back with, uh, with the interest. So I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to help a friend. But says the Shulchan that's going to be an isr de reis of ribis because what's really happening? I'm lending my friend $100,000 and I'm charging him 10% interest. I'm just saying instead of paying me, Pay the bank. The bank is going to be my collector. right? So that's going to be an an deraisa of Ribis, unless we have a het What's the Iska that I'm investing in his property? His property could go up, I'll make money, uh, and, therefore, and therefore a Hatur Iska in such a situation would be, would be mutter. What about an early bird discount? So we discussed like Pesach programs. I uh, comes Hanukkah, it's $10,000. If you're coming on Arab Pesach, it's, uh, it's $15,000. So here, why we said early bird discounts are going to be us, because you're lending the Pesach program $10,000, and when they pay you back, the, you're getting, meaning when you show up, Pesach, you're getting something that's worth $15,000 So that's purpose. but here also you would ha- have to Go to work, because you're lending the company money What's the Iska? The Iska is the business Is the, is the Pesach program, and therefore that's going To be mutter, what about now, buy now, pay Leaders, right, so I go to, a is Getting married, Mazel tov, and they have uh, They needed. to go to the store and they need to buy uh, uh, Pillowcases and, and, and Sheets and cups and plates and, and, and Serving stuff and cost 10,000 shekel, now you don't have 10,000 shekel right now So he uses a credit card and he pays Over time Right, he pays overtime with, uh, with interest. So is that going to be mantra if you have a hat to So first of all, you need a hat to from the party that's extending the loan. It's either the store or the credit card company. Uh, but would a hat to here work? So it would depend. If the borrower, if the person who's paying for the money, let's say the chassan, if he has a job, it would work. Or if he has some sort of asset That could uh, that, that could generate revenue It would be mutter. If he has none of that So then it would be usr Unless he has a father Or an uncle or a friend That would be maknim uh, A piece of property Or a piece of uh, of an asset That could uh, that could generate revenue We saw that there's an isr Of, of ribbiz devarim uh, That you're not allowed to praise your Someone who lends you money And the Shulchan says That that applies also If you have a hetariska Why? Because 50% of a hetariska is loan, And if 50% of it alone You're not allowed to give praise Return policies We said that a hetariska Would work on return policies as well Well, why would it work? Because what happened in the term policy is I give two thousand shekel to the bank, to the to the to the store, and I buy a vacuum cleaner, Uh, and I use the vacuum cleaner for two weeks, and then I give it back. So I really lent them two thousand shekel. I got back two thousand shekel, but I also. Got usage of the vacuum cleaner for, uh, for two weeks. So that's lending with ribus But if I have a Haturiska, if the store has that Haturiska, so then it's going to be Mutter because I invested in the company itself. What about a reoccurring late fee? So let's say, again, I have uh, an apartment. And if I pay by the, I'm renting an apartment. If I pay by the first of the month, it costs X amount. If I pay by the 10th amount, the they slap on 10%. If I pay by the 15th of the month, they slap on 15%. So since it's reoccurring, we saw that it's an Issa Doraisa of, uh, of Ribbus But if there's a Iska it's going to be Mutter. So here also it would depend, right? Who's the Haturiska from? It's um, the the tenant is the, is, the, is the borrower. And if he's the borrower, so the, the landlord is the lender slash investor. And he's investing in the tenant's uh, business. So what's the venture? So the venture could be if the tenant has some sort of job, that would work. Or if the tenant has some sort of asset that's generating revenue, that would, uh, that would also work. If he has none of the above, so then a hat to risk we would not work in that. Okay, then.